the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is. And a good morning to... Nine minutes past 10 o'clock. Thank you for joining us as we begin on this 31st and final morning of the month of October in the year of our Lord, 2019. Happy Halloween to you and the kids. Go make it a fun night tonight if you can dodge the raindrops and the heavy winds that might be interfering with trick or treat. All right, before I bring Dr. Piper onto the airwaves, as I explained uh, before the top of the hour news, the new movie by Adam Carolla and uh, Dennis Prager, our own Salem's Dennis Prager, which features Dr. Piper, among many other scholars, in discussing what's going on in education or indoctrination right now. So uh, I'm going to spend 90 seconds here um, setting this up before I bring uh, Dr. Piper back onto the airway. The University of Tomorrow is here, a place of discovery, tolerance, and acceptance. We prepare our students for tomorrow's workforce by helping them discover their true gender, sexuality, and racial identity. We judge people based on racial origin and history of oppression. We call it the progressive step. I'm black. I'm Hispanic. I'm Asian. I'm a student at Utopia University. This university was created so I could be me. Unless I don't want to be me, then I can just be somebody else. You can pee next to me. Our campus is inclusive and recognizes the needs of all students. Except the Jews. Our commitment to diversity means that nobody graduates until they think just the right way. At Utopia University, there are no violent words to hurt me. I will punch you if you're a fascist. I'm going to be the next Che Guevara. We speak out against privilege. We've We've checked checked our privilege. Welcome to Utopia U. A wonderful place to learn that everything your parents taught you is wrong. It's all here at Utopia U, man. It's not based in reality. It's based on your reality. Wait, hold 
All right, that's uh, the beginning of the trailer for No Safe Spaces uh, by Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla in theaters now. And one of the voices in that movie belongs to our guest, Dr. Everett Piper, who is the former president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University. He is uh, now a highly sought-after speaker and a columnist for the Washington Times, as well as a best-selling author. And uh, now movie star, Dr. Piper. Good to have you, sir. How are you? (laughs) Well, that's... uh... Uh, that's a bit of a stretch, but I'm doing great today. How about you? Did you have to do a lot of research to really sink yourself into the role of Dr. Everett Piper? <laughs> uh, no, it seems to come naturally, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but no, I would not say that, uh, because I saw caught you on Fox News yesterday, and a uh, uh, really terrific job there, talking about the ideological monster that we have created that is now turning on us. You know, most of what we heard in that 90 seconds of, of, uh, of trailer, um, one would think is intended to be satire, parody, or at least exaggeration. But the reality is that, Dr. Piper, it's not. What what you heard there, you're going to hear on campuses. I punch fascists uh, as if that's not fascism, uh, you know, uh, taking root itself and expressing itself. I mean, all of the things you heard there about the fictional utopia you is going on in campuses all over this country. Tell us more about that monster. Well, it's, it's so true. I mean, good satire always has a good element of truth and believability to it. Otherwise, the humor is lost. Well, right. what you just played is perfect satire because it is substantially accurate and true. For example, I punch fascists. There's actually a clip in this movie of an angry college student coming up and punching a conservative in the face just because he was expressing his conservative views in a public square. The kid came up and punched the conservative in the face, and it was on film. You could go on and on. They actually do say stuff like, I can't tolerate your intolerance. And I hate hateful people. I've said this before on your show. They've got this mantra of, I'm sure nothing is sure, and I know nothing can be known, and I'm absolutely confident there are no absolutes. They actually think that objective reality is nothing other than white privilege. They, uh, I'll, I'll coin a phrase here, they acronymize the human being. They hyphenate the human being by claiming victim status and using behavioral adjectives to define who you are rather than just um, just bringing us together in unity and a common bond as one people. They don't believe that. They've got to separate us. They've got to segregate us. They are segregationists. They are everything they claim to hate, and they do it in spades. You know, I said when I was president of Oklahoma Wesleyan, I'm the president of a university, not a diversity for a reason, because a university unifies And diversity, by its very definition, divides. And this is what these people believe in. They actually don't go to university. They go to diversity, and the division is right. Dr. Everett Piper joining us again. He appears as uh, one of the commentators uh, in the uh, movie No Safe Spaces by uh, Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. It's kind of their baby, and the idea is to feature and kind of shine a spotlight on these things uh, on our college campuses and maybe even underscore the danger of of allowing it to continue. But I guess the problem here is, and you, you were asked this on Fox yesterday, and I don't know that any of us has an answer, is how do we not allow it to continue? What I mean is we can fight 
But how do we win? Uh, I feel like we've crossed the Rubicon. That seems to be a, a phrase uh, that is trendy today. I, I, I feel like there's no unringing this bell. There's no way to take these ideological fascists, if you will, and and uh, and bring them back to the uh, you know to the land of reality and the land of liberty and the the, the land of of uh, opinions being expressed and respected and not being censored. Well. I'll be a bit of a pessimist, but with an optimistic uh, flair at the end. I don't believe there's going to be change without crisis. Uh, We've seen this happen before. We've seen it happen several times. One time, mm, quite recently, only, what, 40, 50 years ago, was Mao's Red Guard. He had 10 million youth rise up in China to squash the intellect, to squash education, to suppress ideas, to demand conformity. Does this all sound familiar? What happened after these 10 million youth did the job that Mao wanted them to do? He sent them out into the rural lands, and he allowed them to starve. They learned their lesson, and those that are still alive today will tell you, and we have some of them on film that tell you what a terrible thing it was and how this will lead to nothing but bondage and slavery. You cannot. You cannot have totalitarianism and ideological control and expect to honor human dignity and freedom. Um, Dr. Piper, you quoted both in the movie, I think, and uh, and in uh, uh, your article this past Friday in the Washington Times, Abraham Lincoln, when you talked about the philosophy of the schoolroom. Uh, the philosophy in the schoolroom in one generation will become the philosophy of the government in the next. Um, I, I, fee- I feel and I fear as though you're right, and it's going to cross many, many generations. Again, if we don't have that crisis moment, and nobody wants crisis that is going to cost lives or endanger people, but what you just said is that the only way to come back from this is to have a crisis moment happen. Then you can get that pushback. If we don't have a crisis that you're talking about, one that we would not wish for, and this is the irony of it all, then it's not just going to be one generation. It's going to be many generations um, that uh, this country essentially changes its entire shape. Every attempt at utopia ends in crisis. We see this. You see it in novels. You see it in reality. You see it in Orwell and Huxley. You see it in... China and Soviet Union and Cuba. You see it in Venezuela today. Every reach for utopia ends in crisis. And if we as a culture don't get our act together and recognize that voting means something in 2020, we are on the cusp of being governed by people who believe in a utopia. AOC, Nancy Pelosi, the Democratic Party, every candidate out there right now believes in a government utopia rather than self-evident truths and people governing themselves. And if we don't understand that this will lead, inevitably, the best predictor of future behavior is always past behavior. And if we don't learn the lessons of history that every time the human being reaches for utopia, it ends in crisis. Some of it is violent crisis. Some of it is economic crisis. What it will be, I don't know. But we may have to learn the lesson that if we want human freedom, we have to take personal responsibility for our lives and stop blaming everybody else 
We have to ter- teach virtue rather than victimization. We have to teach unity rather than diversity. We've got to teach that the human being is an objective reality and not a subjective feeling. And we've got to get back to those self-evident truths that are endowed to us by our Creator that are the context and the pretext for a free people and a constitutional republic. If we don't learn that now, we're one or two elections away from having to learn it a very hard way. And that's what I fear. Uh, Dr. Every Piper is our guest. Um, Will the movie help? Well, yeah. I mean, you, people, I think there are a lot of people listening to me right now thinking this guy's off his rock or he's just, uh, he's, he's exaggerating. Well, that's because you haven't lived in my world. You haven't been on a college campus in the last 30 years. There are a lot of people who think, well, my alma mater isn't that bad. Baloney. Your alma mater is. I can give you evidence. You name your alma mater, and I can give you evidence of some of the lunacy that's being taught in the classrooms uh, at your alma mater, whatever it is, whether it's Christian or secular. I think a lot of people need to see that this stuff is pervasive, pervasive across the land, from Brown to Berkeley to Emory to the University of Wyoming to Christian schools. It's pervasive, and this movie might wake some people up. And then maybe they'll stop sending money to these schools by virtue of tuition, and they'll stop voting for uh, bond increases in your local community just to perpetuate these, I've called them snowflake gulags. Why do you keep paying for it? You should stop. That's I like that phrasing. I've never heard that term before, but I like that, and that's exactly what they are, snowflake gulags. Dr. Everett Piper is my guest. He is featured in the movie No Safe Spaces. Again, that is in theaters now, and it's kind of limited release. It's not a blockbuster that's going to be everywhere a Jurassic Park is or an Avengers is, but you need to find it. You need to, you need to watch it, and moreover, it needs to be repeated. I think, uh, you know, when I asked you if the uh, movie will help, uh, it will to those who see it. Um, we need to see more of them. We need to see more places. We have radio shows like this one. We have national shows like Dennis Prager's show where we can feature these things, get people like you in front of Fox News audiences as you were yesterday. But we need bigger and more uh, frequent um, vehicles like this movie to really open a lot of people's eyes. Dr. Piper, let me ask you to hold on. We'll uh, respond to that and talk a little bit more right after this on AM 1420, The Answer. It's the Bob France Authority here on AM 1420, The Answer. All right, 1026 now. we got just a couple of minutes left here with Dr. Everett Piper. And, Dr. Piper, I want to return to a familiar subject that you and I have discussed here in this uh, last four minutes that we have together. Uh, thanks to a video uh, that was put out yesterday by the Daily, Blo- Daily Caller, rather. Uh, I feel like it's a, a pretty poignant one. The best female rugby player in Australia was born a man. The Texas state champion in girls high school wrestling, born male. The Connecticut state champions for girls track, also born men. One of the female cycling world record holders, also born a man. Female athletes are starting to fear that their sports will be dominated by trans men. And And when they are, as I interrupt that, Dr. Piper, um, female sports will cease to exist as we know it. Uh, Dr. Piper, you've talked about this before, but I want you to speak to it specifically as it pertains to sports now. You can either be pro-LGBTQXYZ or you can be pro-women. You can't be both. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Women's sports are dead because of the LGBTQ cabal, the rainbow agenda, because it's misogynistic. It does not honor women. It degrades women. 
It does not honor the dignity of the female. It actually pretends that the female is a fantasy rather than a biological fact. And there is a, a segue between the first segment of your show and what you're asking me right now, because why are we having this conversation? Is because we've been teaching subjectivity rather than objective reality in our schools for decades. We've been elevating feelings over facts, and that's what drives the gay and lesbian cabal, the LGBTQ, the trans and queer agenda, is a subjective agenda of feelings that human beings are defined by their inclinations rather than their biology, and that if you're inclined to do something, that's who you are. That's a very dangerous place to be, Bob. Because if you can define yourself by anything you're inclined to do, and if that gives you legal minority status because of your inclination, then you can do anything, and I have no reason to tell you it's wrong. You can steal, you can lie, you can cheat, you can do anything because you're inclined, your inclinations, your instincts, your identity is all caught up in that. Now, that is where we are as a culture, and women will lose. They always lose when you unleash the male libido and it becomes unmoored from an objective standard of morality. And that's what you see in these sports stories. Do I have a reason to be optimistic, Dr. Piper, in that in the last several weeks, maybe a couple or a few months, um, I'm starting to see feminists. I'm starting to see women's libbers, if you will, going back to the old term start to rise up here, ones that are normally on the left side of the political spectrum and they want to back this, that, and the other, particularly the LGBTQ movement, but they're starting to realize what you're saying is true. It seems like some women are indeed recognizing this and starting to push back. Oh, I do think there's a reason to believe that a good fight is coming. Um, there's going to be hell to pay, if you will. The, the true feminists, those that believe in the feminine, those that believe in the female, those that want women to have rights, privacy, dignity, their own bathroom, their own sports, and their own scholarship. The real feminists out there uh, are starting to rise up and say, this is garbage. This is exactly the opposite of what we fought for. Now, there will be hell to pay when those real feminists have to fight the LGBTQ cabal. And we, conservatives, need to be prepared to stand in co-belligerence with those true feminists and honor the dignity and the identity of the female. Dr. Everett Piper laying it all out for us as he does so well. Again, you got to see the movie. You'll see Dr. Piper uh, commenting in more detail on uh, the ide ideological fascist monster that we are creating in this country. And, of course, we will talk to him again next Thursday right here in this space on AM 1420, The Answer. Dr. Piper, thank you, my friend. Blessings, Bob. Always a pleasure talking to the doctor, and for the next 30 minutes, the last 30 minutes of the program, we'll talk to you. Dial it up, 216-901-0945, We're back after the news. Clay, it's a pretty walk around, but I couldn't believe it. 
underrated Charlie Daniels right here. Everybody thinks of The Devil Went Down to Georgia, which would also apply on Halloween. Everybody knows The Devil Went Down to Georgia. But I don't know how many people know about the Woolly Swamp. The legend of Woolly Swamp. Underrated Charlie Daniels is outstanding Charlie Daniels. That is a great score. I, I got to tell you, that, that came out, I was ooh, maybe middle school, somewhere in that neighborhood, when that came out. And I got to tell you, even as the 12th year, it's just kind of a creepy song. It's kind of creepy when you hear, uh, especially when you get into the uh, uh, second and third verses of it. But uh, good Halloween fare, no question about that. Uh, 24 minutes before the top of the hour, that's 24 minutes of outstanding awesome left for you and 24 minutes of opportunity to dial us up at 216-901-0945, If you want to talk about the impeachment sham that is continuing uh, on Capitol Hill right now, they will be voting today uh, to uh, essentially select the rules by which the impeachment process will continue from here. The rules are extraordinarily unfair, as you would imagine, because they have been written by Democrats. Now, President Trump gets no counsel or legal representation on any of the committees other than the commission, uh, committee on the judiciary. Uh, so all of the other uh, meetings and depositions and other nonsense that are being put together right now in the skiff room, which is the basement of the Capitol building, those continue. Those continue in ways and means. They continue in uh, um, uh, intelligence and so on and so forth. In other words, Adam Schiff gets to continue the coup d'etat. Meanwhile, the president will have limited representation in the counts of the uh, committee on the judiciary. So if you have thoughts on that, you want to get into that, you can. If you want to talk about the movie and uh, what Dr. Piper and I just discussed, you can do that. The LGBTQ agenda, or as he calls it, the rainbow agenda, uh, which we discussed as well, you can do that. Uh, 216-901-0945. Let's go to BJ in North Olmstead. You're on AM 1420, The Answer. Good morning, BJ. Good morning, and happy Halloween. And to you as well. Thank 89, you. 89 years ago this month, I uh, came into this world, and I had a lot of wonderful, amazing things to witness. But if I could resurrect a lot of the soldiers that gave up their life for the absurdity that's going on in the Congress today, uh, it would be sad. I think uh, October 31st, 2019, will go down in American infamy. There is no longer a Democratic Party. They are a Socialist Party. They are Bolsheviks. They are whatever you want to call them, but they are not Americans, in my opinion. They are anti-American. This is the party of death, as you have so called them many times. Yep. They don't believe in the life of this country. You can see that going on today. Each one of them getting up there is talking about how they're doing this to save the Constitution. They're using the Constitution as toilet tissue. And I think the awakening and the optimism that we've that I've talked about, I heard it in your voice a few days ago. It has to come from the American public waking up, and I think they will. It is a sad nightmare to watch what's become to a good part of the American population. But the awakening is taking place. And for the people who are out there that think they have faith in God or their religion or whatever, now is the time to start to recognize if you are a believer you better call for some spiritual help into our world. This is going to be a major change today in our country. I think you're aware of it. Keep doing the good works you're doing. I'm going to sit by and see what happens in the remainder of this year, and I wish America well, and I hope the youngsters have a wonderful day on Halloween tonight. Thank you for your time, Bob. Thanks for listening to me. 
Thank Have you, BJ. Day. And happy birth month to you, by the way. Happy birth month, uh, 89 years strong. Um, clearly, what BJ said is right. Um, I think we are talking about a very severe crisis. I do think that October 19th, 2019, or excuse me, October 31st, 2019, may indeed go down as a day that led to the tipping point. I don't know if we're necessarily at the tipping point today, but led to the tipping point, particularly if it leads to the impeachment and removal of this president in a manner from which this country probably cannot come back. And I know that sounds cynical. Um, I have a reason for my cynicism. However, A new poll is out, and I know how we feel about polls from time to time, uh, and especially as it pertains to presidential election polls, but that's not what this is about. I want to talk about a new poll about communism. I want to talk about the fact that, according to this survey, which literally came out in the last three days, 7 in 10 millennials in this country, and millennials are a voting age, Seven in ten millennials say that they will likely vote socialist. Okay? Not three in ten, leaving seven for capitalism. Rather, seven in ten. Seventy percent of millennials, according to this survey, say they will likely vote socialist. That's millennials. The generation behind them, the ones that many of our kids are in, Generation Z as they're known, are being indoctrinated in the same way that these millennials were before them. Seven of ten millennials say they will likely vote socialist according to a new survey conducted by, and this is an interesting organization, Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation. The report found that support for communism has increased in our country by 36% from 2018 to 2019 as capitalism continues to go out of style. It's likely due to a shift in higher education where the Marxist ideology that we speak of in this program so often is taught favorably. Marion Smith, executive director of Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation, which ran this survey, says the historical amnesia about the dangers of communism and socialism is on full display in this year's report. When we don't educate our youngest generations about the historical truth of 100 million victims murdered at the hands of communist regimes... Over the past century, we shouldn't be surprised at their willingness to embrace Marxist ideas. We need to redouble our efforts to educate America's youth about the history of communist regimes and the dangers of socialism today. End quote. According to the report, only 57% of millennials say they believe the Declaration of Independence better guarantees freedom and equality compared to the Communist Manifesto. That's 57 to 43 if you're scoring at home. Something that should be 99 to 1 
Additionally, one in five millennials, 20%, indicated that, quote, society would be better if all private property was abolished. 20% of millennials in that generation believe private property should be abolished, that everything should be state-owned and dispersed according to an as-needed basis. And the need, of course, would be determined by the state. We have an entire generation of Americans at risk of embracing collectivism, at risk of embracing not just socialism. And by the way, I saw another statistic today about Venezuela. 70% of Venezuelans are living and subsisting right now in starvation, barely enough to keep themselves alive. That is what socialism brings. And we have a millennial generation here, and yes, the Gen Zers behind them that are being taught to embrace socialism, which of course is on the road, a very just a small step away from flat-out communism and full-on state control. I want you to think about this. I'm going to give you a few more of the questions and answers from the uh, survey conducted by this organization. 70% of millennials say they are likely to vote socialist. 70%. When asked who is the biggest threat to world peace, about a quarter of the millennials who were surveyed said Donald Trump is a bigger threat to world peace. No, let me correct the record here. Apologies. I read that incorrectly. That's not millennials. When compared to Kim Jong-un, Vladimir Putin, Xi Jinping from China, and Nicolas Maduro in Venezuela, it's not just millennials. It's across all generations. 25-plus percent say Donald Trump is a bigger threat to world peace than the others. Roughly 20% say Kim Jong-un. Roughly 16 to 17% say Vlad Putin. Uh, roughly 14% say Xi, uh, Xi Jinping. And less than 1% say Maduro in Venezuela. Donald Trump, presiding over a thriving capitalist economy, is a bigger threat than those communist leaders. Each of them are communist, except for Maduro, which is socialist, and a hop, step, and a, a hop, and a step, and a, a jump away from from it. Only fifty-seven percent of millennials believe the direct Declaration of Independence, as I mentioned, is better, or rather, better guarantees freedom and equality over the communist ma- manifesto. We're talking about some very dangerous numbers here, and I could go on and on and on, but I won't because I want to go to the phones. But BJ talked about. You know, this this country turning into a, a certain direction and how this day could go down in history uh, because this is the day they cast a vote in the House of Representatives to establish the rules by which they will try to remove a president from power. The president is the only thing standing between us and this socialist-slash-communist hell that I'm describing to you right now. And as Dr. Everett Piper pointed out, 
as Adam Carolla pointed out, this is what's being taught. This is what is being indoctrinated. This is what is being implanted into the minds of your children. I'm not making this up. The numbers do not lie. Kids are going into school as kindergartners, as good uh, family value, in most cases, family values having believers in freedom, liberty, and the American way of life, and they are coming out after 12th grade or after their college experiences, turning this country upside down, shredding the Constitution, embracing socialism, embracing communism, embracing government collectivism. Janice in Greater Cleveland next. Hi, Jan, go ahead. Oh, hi. You know, uh, I have it on good authority that Hillary Clinton belongs to a witch's coven. Now, I know you didn't want to get into the, the meaning of the holiday, but this is a special day for people who really worship evil and Okay, no, Jan, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not it's a kids holiday. Nobody's okay. worshiping the warlocks and the witches today and no well, Hillary Clinton is not are. an actual witch. She may act like one, but no, she doesn't belong to a witch's coven. Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, uh, okay, you uh, you believe in I I believe in the power of God. A lot of people believe in the power I do too. of evil. Okay. I, and I and I believe evil, and I believe, believe in evil, and I believe in, in, in Satan as much as I believe in God. Absolutely. Uh, but no, we're not going to sit here and say our political opponents are witches' covens any more than George Bush gathered together with others at the Bohemian Grove and drank blood out of skulls and the other conspiracy nonsense that's out there. Let's fight political fights with politics and with reason and common sense and let's not play these today is a day to honor witches no we're not no we're not doing that i'm sorry it's a kid's holiday let him dress up as their favorite superhero or ghost or goblin and be done with it bob is in Med- uh, medina yeah bob you're on the air go ahead yeah hey bob yes sir yeah listen i just got to get this out of the way um when I was uh, looking for a, a Christian radio station, mm-hmm. uh, for some reason I got it mixed up with twelve twenty versus fourteen twenty. Yeah, that's our the sister station. Found, yeah, yeah. The day that I found fourteen twenty was one of the best days of my life because you were on there. I've been a listener of yours for years, and I was oh. always wondering what happened to Bob France, you know, because we used to talk when you worked at the other radio station, and you are just very articulate, knowledgeable, and it's just a pleasure to listen to you while I work. I work independently by myself, so I can, you know, do anything I want with the radio. <laughs> but, oh, man, I tell you, you made my day, my week. I, I matter of fact, I called during the weekend when that's when i found you and uh just just good but anyways real quickly here your opinion john hinckley the, the guy that tried to assassinate reagan yes okay you know uh he served a little bit of time in in this and then he got released basically like on a furlough and got to go home to his mom's house. Do you think that that, you know, I mean, that uh, to me would be a very light sentence, you know? Uh, Do you think that was politically motivated because of maybe a judge that didn't, uh, you know, to put it, you know, bluntly, didn't like Reagan? I don't don't think so, Bob. Um, You know, I just think this is... This is the criminal justice system, the way that it works. Um, it's been 40 years, roughly, 
um, mm-hmm. and you know, since uh, the, he shot the president, and um, you know, obviously they decided he was uh, insane and not responsible for his actions. And once they can determine that his sanity has been restored to the point where he's not a danger anymore, people get released all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I, and, and by the way, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I don't, I, I don't subscribe that it was a political thing. Ah, dang it! I wish you to finish the job. This guy's good. No. Let him go. I don't think it was like that. I, I, I just think it's one of those things where we're letting a lot of people out of prison who have committed violent acts or attempted violent acts, uh, just depending upon the amount of time that has passed by, rehabilitation, and so on and so forth. So I don't agree with letting somebody who tried to kill a president out of jail but or prison, but I don't subscribe political motives to those who, to the judge who did. Okay, very good point. Very good point. Okay, and one last thing. Uh, yes, Chapman, sir. do you think you'll ever get out? Uh, uh, no. As a guy that... Uh, uh, no, uh, no. No, I don't. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, And and, and by the way, Bob, thank you for your kind words at the top of the call. I'm glad you found our show. By the way, it'll be five years in January that I've been doing this show on AM 1420, The Answer. Um, And I expect a massive fifth anniversary party. No, I'm kidding. Uh, But I am glad you found us, and I do appreciate your phone call. Let me get our final time out, try to squeeze one or two more in before the top of the hour, and Mike Gallagher taking over on AM 1420, The Answer. France, here on AM 1420, The Answer. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see, this our town of Halloween. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, pumpkin scream. In my new house today, who it was hard, but I got squared away. Bell started ringing and changed right aloud. I knew I'd moved in a haunted house. This is one of my favorites. Still a made up in my mind to stay. Maybe my favorite. Maybe my favorite Halloween song ever is Haunted House. This is Bobby Pickett, I believe. When I seen something. And when I hear about the monster drinking the hot grease from the frying pan, again, going back to kidhood, it's like, yeah, just uh, this is just great, great nostalgic stuff. Halloween is about nostalgia and it's about fun. Don't be buying and playing into the rest of the nonsense. It's not what we're doing around here. All right, let me get a few more phone calls in here before the top of the hour. Randy and Maria next. Hi, Randy, go ahead. Hey, Bob, uh, I got a question about the shift uh, secret earrings. Okay. Uh, we hear we hear reports from day to day about. Uh, well, we know guests led that uh, contention of people in the room because they said they wouldn't let, let them in. Right. And then we hear on different reports that that uh, they won't answer our questions in their meeting. The Republicans' questions. Can you tell us who actually is in there, if anybody, or is it just one attorney representing the Republicans, or? Well, yeah, there's yeah, very yeah, very very little Republican or Trump representation in that room. You're 100 percent right. They did give uh, a counsel for the Republicans, not actual Republican legislators, an opportunity to ask certain questions for about an hour of the uh, lieutenant colonel uh, two days ago. And Adam Schiff shielded the as if I talked about this yesterday, as if he was the colonel's defense attorney and said, "No, you don't have to answer that. No, he won't be answering that. No, we won't let him answer that." That, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, uh, it is. It is. It is a dog and pony show. There is no due process for the president. No real representation allowed for him there. James in Lane County. I've only got uh, forty seconds. Go ahead. Hi, Bob. Happy Halloween. Go ahead, I James. I got forty seconds, you. buddy. 
Yeah, hey, Bob. Happy Halloween. I, I wanted to ask you if you uh, thought Hillary Clinton was going to run for office, if, if she would be supported by the Gen Xers or Gen Z. I don't think the Democrat Party wants anything to do with her after the last time. Honestly, I think they know that their party has moved on from her and has to move on from her when she couldn't beat a novice like President Trump who had never run before in 2016. How is she going to beat a president who's got the uh, economic numbers and the uh, American growth that we have had uh, since then? No, I think they're still looking for more candidates. I don't think they're confident in Warren, Biden, or Sanders or anybody else, but I don't think that next candidate's going to be Hillary clinton thanks for the call i wish i had more time for more calls but we're out of here gallagher's next we'll see you tomorrow three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.